In 2007, I was one of the first students to bring a laptop to class. Sure, there was other students who brought laptops in their respective schools. But in this particular class, I brought a laptop and I convinced my teacher that typing was better than handwriting. They were concerned I'd be distracted, that I'd be off task. Their concerns were always about divergent use. Every time you brought something great, someone was resistant to it. These teachers were not getting the idea of progress. They didn't get it. Progress is embracing new technology and utilizing it to make our lives easier and better. And right now we have professors who are against ChatGPT, which I think is brilliant. Any student that starts using ChatGPT is a genius. Let me tell you, I know that maybe the intent is to do less work and to not write the paper and to be lazy. I got it. But embracing artificial intelligence to get stuff done is genius. And professors need to recognize this. They need to recognize that technology exists to move the human race forward. Stop pretending we're a bunch of cavemen who can only live in caves. We can do a lot more than live in caves. We can do a lot more than just ride horses. We can make cars, and then we can make self-driving cars. And then we can make little robots that pick up our stuff for us. That's progress, and that's what business is about. When you get out in the real world, it's not about having an original thought, which is really great. I would like you to have original thoughts. But it's about utilizing technology and new advancements that move the human race forward. And some professors, some teachers don't understand history. On January 31st of 1862, Abraham Lincoln authorized the seizure of railroads and telegraphs for military use. So imagine that back in the day, soldiers marched to battle. And this train comes out. It's been around for a minute. And the idea comes to Abraham Lincoln, hey, I can use this train to move troops to the battlefield faster. They'll be rested. They'll be able to carry more equipment. It's efficient. And we can communicate through the telegraph, which is nearly instant. Imagine if he just said, nah, it's tradition to march. It's tradition to write a letter, put it in a satchel, and have someone ride and keep riding different horses until they get to their destination. That would be ludicrous. There's new technology? Use it. Teachers, professors, are you listening? There's new technology, artificial intelligence, and the more your students learn about it, the further they will get in life. So please, use your brain. The future is about technology. The future is about learning. The future is about embracing new ideas and coming up with new ideas. And I understand that the hesitation is about laziness, that the students are choosing to do this to be lazy. Fair. They need to work. That's how we get further. But at the end of the day, the human condition was always about making life easier. That's why we made all the innovations. Just saying. Innovation came from people wanting to make their lives easier. We could say we're not toughing it by not wearing a jacket. We, we, we wear jackets so we don't have to be cold. We make carts so we don't have to haul heavy stuff. 
In fact, I remember the first time I bought a wagon from Walmart to carry water bottles. And I could feel not as macho for not carrying and lugging around the big 40-pack of water bottles. Some people can do it pretty easily. I just found it really cumbersome. And yeah, I got through it, but it wasn't fun. And I said, why don't I put it in a cart? It's a lot easier. In fact, OSHA says, hey, use the tools when you have an opportunity. There's people who didn't have those tools. But we don't keep ourselves from using new tools just because we didn't have them in the past. We use them. That's intelligence. That's wisdom. So use the cart. Use the chat GPT. Use a calculator. Use the online calculator on the internet. Use photomath. And let it solve calculus equations in seconds and see step-by-step what it does. Read Wikipedia. I know a bunch of professors back in the day when I was in college, about 2009, 2010, really had a hard time with Wikipedia. They were just so stuck on the idea that professional, paid, corporate, private encyclopedias were better. What's wrong with having the whole world put information onto a website? You can tell me it's inaccurate because there wasn't enough gatekeepers on it. Sure. But it's a project for us to get it right. Who's to say that these other businesses are getting it right? Just saying. If someone has an interest, they're going to write history how they like it. Winston Churchill admits it. Winston Churchill said when he was asked if history would view him favorably, his response was, yes, because I'm going to write the history. So sure, there can be false information out there, but we teach how to determine what's real and what's fake. And we utilize new technologies to move society forward. And I'm going to tell you right now, Wikipedia is probably one of the most popular encyclopedias out there, and it's free. Genius. For centuries, we've been trying to get knowledge for free and inexpensive. Kings enjoyed having their own library and commanding people to write books for them. And then we got the printing press and everything else. And the masses got to have knowledge. But there's always been these stubborn people, like the people who ran the church during Martin Luther's time. And I think before that, I'm not entirely sure, i got to remember the history, but there was a time when the church didn't want people to read the Bible in their own language. The laymen couldn't read the Bible, only the clergy. It had to be in, was it Latin? But it couldn't be in their natural language. In fact, if you try to change it into the natural language, you get killed. Wow, that's so backwards. There was a time people didn't want Leonardo da Vinci exploring flying. If God intended us to fly, he would have given us wings, someone once said. There's some really stubborn people who do not like progress, and they get in our way. And if you pay attention to history, it's always about embracing change, embracing technology. And if you can do that, then you get ahead and you win. I really feel passionately about this, that students should be utilizing tools like Sightlighter. I don't know if Sightlighter is even around anymore, but when I was in school, I remember when I found Sightlighter, it was helping me do MLA citation. And if I did any other citation, I think APA, it would do it, help me complete it. But there were some teachers who had to struggle going to the library and getting little index cards and writing little notes. And they felt, well, because they went through it that way, that was how their students should go through it. 
The idea of progress is things are supposed to get easier, more efficient, better. Students are supposed to be smarter than you. At the end, that's the whole point, is that we move forward, that we don't stay like the Amish for eternity. Sorry, Amish. Appreciate you. I know you're doing it for reasons, but life's about progress, guys. And I'm glad some of y'all are starting to allow electricity and running water into your house. It's good for you. And I understand there's some things that corrupt people. You're not wrong. Maybe Facebook was a little too much. But there's good parts to technology. And it's recommended that you use it, of course. Progress is necessary to survive. So if you're teaching evolution, remember evolution is progress. It's moving forward. If you're teaching the Bible, remember that people in the past did some dumb stuff. And remember that our heroes in the Bible were intelligent and they were creative and they used mirrors to throw off their enemies. There was this one story where they're being attacked and so they have some kind of trench or something in front of them. I can't remember exactly, but you can look it up on BibleGateway.com. And they put some mirrors out there and it blinded the enemy. Brilliant. The use of mirrors. Or was it mirrors? It wasn't mirrors. It was their shields. They shined them really good. Their silver, whatever. Point being, they made they used something to reflect something bright, and it helped them. It gave them an advantage. It was brilliant. So progress is about trying new things, thinking smart. Do things smart. And this chat GPT, it's really going to replace Google in a way. You'll still be wanting to search for information, but just imagine if you could ask Google or ChatGPT a question and it answers it for you, and it actually gets it right. Correct. That's amazing. And the more your students play with this, the more they're going to learn about it. I think it's good for them. If they're going to learn something, they're going to learn something. If they're not. But I'm going to say, using this tool, they learned something already. They learned the principle of utilizing tools, which some folks haven't quite gotten that message yet. Pretty passionate about this. I think that sometimes we hold ourselves back as a civilization. And I got to soften up. I know that even I have said no to things before because it was new and it was foreign and it felt weird. But it's good to move forward. It's good to make intelligent decisions. And one of those intelligent decisions is embracing new things new techniques. That's what technology means. It means you're embracing new processes because technology isn't just a smartphone. It isn't just a electronic device. It's a way of doing things. It's a process. So when uh, my laundry detergent says it has some advanced technology in it, I thought it was kind of weird. That was the first time I actually looked up the word technology. And I realized that they were right. They weren't wrong. I thought they were being silly. But actually, whatever they're doing within their formula, it is a technology. It's, it doesn't have to be electronic. It doesn't have to be circuitry. It can be a process, a way of doing things. IT is information technology. I remember one person was surprised that I had so much information. I said, that's what IT means. Information. That's the whole point of it. Information processes. It's not just computers. It's the data and the knowledge that goes with them and the utilization of them to make life more efficient. Some people think it's just uh, resetting passwords. It's not just resetting passwords. It's not just clearing cache and cookies. It's not just connecting things and turning on your television or making the internet work. The internet, 
I won't say the internet was invented by this gentleman, but he had a big part in it, Tim Berners-Lee. He wrote this paper about how data could be interconnected, this hyperlinking, and uh, nobody really understood him. His boss said, vague but interesting, he wrote on the top of it. But he basically wrote out the plan for how internet works. We read a passage, so I'm on Wikipedia right now, and if I clicked on one of these blue hyperlinks, it takes me somewhere else. And then if I keep reading and I find another hyperlink that interests me, I click on that, it takes me somewhere else. And I can go on an endless journey of reading different things. And I remember I had a professor that was really slightly bothered, but accepting of this idea that people didn't read books cover to cover anymore. That was just such a loss, that people were a mile wide and an inch deep, and they didn't complete a whole book. Fair. There's something to be said about reading something from cover to cover and having the endurance and the discipline to finish something. But there is something also to be said about clicking at a bunch of random links and seeing how they're all interconnected and understanding that. So lately, I've been pushing myself to read things from beginning to end. But my true strength is clicking on those random hyperlinks or searching words that are not hyperlinked and trying to find out more about it and seeing how these ideas are related. It's very powerful stuff.